Today, Rinpoche continued his discussion on the 12 links of dependent origination, positing the question, how many lifetimes does it take to complete all 12 links? Um, so once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, great treatise on the stages of the path to enlightenment. And then again, specifically at the section uh, entitled um, Training the Mind in the Stage of the Path, uh, <coughs> excuse me, shared in common uh, with beings of medium capacity. Um, so uh, when we look at that section in terms of the outline itself, uh, we'll find that there are four categories, four major headings. Uh, the first category is the mental training. The second category is the measure of one's determination to be free or the measure of one's renunciation. Uh, third category is dispelling misconceptions. And then the fourth category is ascertaining the nature of the path uh, leading to liberation. So when we look at that first category, uh, which is the mental training, uh, there are actually two categories that we find there. Uh, first is the identification of the mind intent on liberation uh, and, or the identification of renunciation. Um, and then the second category is a uh, method for developing the mind uh, intent on liberation or the method for developing renunciation. So um, within those two categories, once you get to the method for developing renunciation or the method for developing the mind intent on liberation is how they label it in the English text here, um, you'll have two categories. First, reflection on uh, suffering and its origin. Uh, and then the second category, which is called reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 links of dependent origin. Uh, of dependent arisings. Um, so we've completed all of the sections up to that second category. So we're now dealing with the section called Reflection from the Viewpoint of the Twelve uh, Dependent Arisings. It's actually chapter 21 um, in this text. Uh, and I'll give you an exact page number um, in one second. 313, 4, 315 is the page number. Please send me the Okay, so we've gone through the various divisions in the last class of the 12 uh, factors. So uh, when we look at the um, category, reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 dependent arisings. There are four categories, the division into 12 factors, abbreviated classification, the number of lifetimes required to complete all 12, and how their significance is summarized. Um, so we went through the division into 12 factors, so we're going to begin at the abbreviated classification of the factors. So it's on page 319 in the English, I think it's 252 in Tibetan. Time you like to do what you like to do at the lower day, Jan, she be what they 
我打打你不得了，说是谁不是的？偏偏要打，偏偏要打，我把主板写完了，我把主板写完了，都乌了嘛，说是真心，我的打羊家过来就练我的。偏偏说是谁不是？那偏偏要打，刚才那打的谁
Okay, so now uh, we then arrive at number three. I'm just making sure that the outline, um, because uh, number two has four categories, so I wanted to make sure that those four weren't included within the six, making it so we were at five. You know what I mean? So I was just, as far as numbers go, I just wanted a clarification, so it's correct. The second uh, category is the dealing with the qualms or doubts. Uh, so we then, it says right here, qualm, where it begins. Okay, Rinche, two chinna. Sick of the 
So there are two responses Rinpoche is saying in this uh, section on uh, doubt. Um, so there's a qualm and a response, and then a qualm and a response. Kabakasa. Okay, so Rimaji is read through. Shena is at the bottom. Shena, okay. Chich. Penje Gijebu, okay. Penje Gijebu. 
just want to make sure what we read to. Okay. Well then, do the two types of causality, one with respect to projection and the other with respect to actualization, demonstrate one instance of causality wherein one person takes rebirth, or do they demonstrate two instances? So here the question that's being presented is, is it uh, one instance of a person taking rebirth or two instances of you know, two people taking rebirth, but you know, the same continuum. If the former, it would uh, be incorrect to claim that the actualizing factors, craving and so on, occur after the establishment of the group of factors beginning with the resultant period consciousness and ending with feeling, the projected factors. If the latter, there would be no ignorance, compositional activity, or causal period consciousness, projecting factors in the latter cycle of causality, the ordering of projection, and no craving, grasping, and existence, or existence, actualizing factors in the former cycle of causality, the ordering of actualization. There is no such fault, because whatever is projected by the projecting causes, ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness, must be created by the actualizing causes, craving, grasping, existence. Uh, when what is projected, name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling, has been actualized, it is that very thing that project that it is it is that very thing, the projected, that is designated as being born, aging, and dying. Okay, ね、ペンジュエラとペンビエラ。ルジエラトゥビエラニブテ。so again, the, the qualm is, is, well then, do the two types of causality, one with respect to projection and the other with respect to actualization, demonstrate one instance of causality wherein one person takes rebirth, or do they demonstrate two instances? If the, the former, so if it's one instance, it would be incorrect uh, to claim uh, that the actualizing factors, craving and so on, occur after the establishment of the group of factors beginning with the resultant uh, period consciousness and ending with feeling uh, the projected factors. If the latter, there would be no ignorance, compositional activity, or causal period consciousness, uh, projecting factors in the latter cycle of causality, the ordering of projection, and no craving, grasping, or existence, actualizing factors in the former cycle of causality, the ordering of uh, actualization. So it's showing an, 
uh, it's inconsistency with cause and effect, and, and if it's one life, then and the consequences of that are decent. um, so here the response, this word go to, Len, I think it's the uh, response of certainty. It's, uh, it's the, one of the, um, John and Shaver uh, divides these um, doubt section into the, the way that the responses are given. And this is something like a, a response um, of knowing, because good, good so means knowing something. So the response of knowing. Um, so here, there is no such fault. So it's like a certain response. Uh, there, <coughs> there is no such fault, because whatever is projected by the projecting causes, and then Rimache filled these in, as did the committee, ignorance, compositional activity, and co consciousness must be created by the actualizing causes, craving, grasping, and existence. When what is projected, name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling, has been actualized, it is the very thing, the projected, that is designated as being born, aging, and dying. Um, so this, this sentient being that is designated as, as being born, aging, and dying. Jundi <laughs> <laughs> 
Dungan, 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 Dungan,
ตัวนี้ท่าเทบ่จีบมาเราท่าเทบ่ท่าเทบ่ท่าเทบ่ท่าเทบ่เนี่ยบ่กุยเสตุเต็มบ่เรสเต็มบิเสตะงามันพ้
and then there's a, a dormant seed that will be actualized in the future. Um, so it's showing that how these truth sufferings occur in this one lifetime, and then the, the actual um, um, death and aging and so forth uh, are, are actualized later, depending of, you know, on the cycle. So now we get into the second section. Pain Mm. So it says, uh, Moreover, the two cycles of cause and effect were presented for the sake of demonstrating that the effect taking rebirth has two causes, projecting causes and causes that actualize what has been projected. Uh, by the projecting causes. And then um, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa uh, quotes the levels of yogic deeds um, by Master Asanga um, to support his uh, point, his thesis. Tatiba, 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 Tati
So the levels of yogic deeds state states the reason for this. Given that the factors of birth and aging and death and the group of factors beginning with the resultant period consciousness and ending with the feeling are phenomena with shared uh, characteristics. Uh, so that would be consciousness, name and form, six sources, contact, feeling. Um, ending with feeling are phenomena with shared characteristics. Why have they been uh, taught to be of two types? This is done in order, one, uh, in order to demonstrate the different characteristics of things that bring suffering, and two, in order to demonstrate the distinction between projection uh, and actualization. <coughs> okay, so uh, we'll take a short break. Tadu Okay, so uh, when we look at these responses, we have the response of knowing, and then we have this response that's expanded on the response of knowing, um, or the points uh, made about the response of knowing. So the response of knowing is a, a very condensed, small 
uh, summary, and then there's a more an expanded, and the point is, the question has been raised, is it one lifetime or is it two lifetimes in order to, to complete these? Um, can it be one sentient being? Um, so it's, there's no such fault because whatever is projected by the projecting causes, ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness must be created by the actualizing causes. When what is projected, uh, actualizing causes, craving, grasping, and existence. When what is projected, name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling, has been actualized, it is that very thing, the projected, that is designated as being born, aging, and dying. So we have these projecting factors, projected factors, actualizing factors, and actualized factors. So uh, this is the response of knowing. And then it says the, the, the reasoning behind the, the response. Of, you know, why, what's the reason for this presentation of two cycles? Okay. And then there's three points that are made within that reason for the presentation. Um, uh, of, and I'm just going to, I'm trying to find the breakup in this paragraph of that, so I'll get, get to that in a moment. Okay, so the first point within this expansion is that there's a difference between the uh, tr true sufferings that are the effects of projection and that are effects of actualization. So this is the first point that's made in here. So such a presentation demonstrates that the characteristics of the true sufferings that are effects of the projection differ from those that are the effects of actualization. Tape Nabashibane, Okay. Okay. 
Jishir Um, so it looks like it uh, ends at the suffering in this lifetime. So there's three sections. First section, such a presentation demonstrates that the characteristics of true suffering that are the effects of projection differ from those that are the effects of actualization. The former consciousness of the effect period, name and form, the six sources, contact, uh, and feeling are dormant at the time of projection since they have not actually been established. They will only become suffering in the future. However, the latter, birth, aging, and death, are situations in which the sufferings has been actualized and hence are suffering in this lifetime. Now the second. Moreover, the two cycles of cause and effect are presented for the sake of demonstrating that the effect taking rebirth has two causes, projecting causes and causes that actualize what has been projected by the projecting causes. And then we have a quote from Asanga's Levels of Yogic, de yogic Deeds. Um, and there's uh, two reasons. Uh, so there's a question and an answer here in, within this as well, where Asanga answers his own question. So it says, given that the factors of birth and aging and death and the group of factors beginning with resultant period consciousness and ending with the feeling are phenomena with shared characteristics, why have they been taught to be of two types? This is done, one, in order to demonstrate the different characteristics of things that bring suffering, and two, in order to demonstrate the distinction. So here, this is the distinction section. Um, so we have this distinction that's presented by Lama Tsongkhapa. First, uh, the, the different characteristics that bring suffering, and then the distinction between the two uh, are presented. Uh, the, the difference between this projection, uh, effects of projection, and the effects of actualization. Um, so uh, um, these are the two reasons that uh, it's been done. Okay. Dunga 
Okay, so then it says, and also among the factors, how many are included within true sufferings and become sufferings in this lifetime? There are two, birth and aging uh, and death. Um, so the two, birth and aging and death. How many are just included within true sufferings and will only become sufferings in the future? The ones that are dormant. So this word, the ones that are dormant, is being used to, we sometimes translate it as seeds. Um, so the seeds, um, uh, the group of factors beginning with resultant period consciousness and ending with feeling. So when we're talking of resultant period consciousness, we're talking about th that resultant period consciousness, which is the, this lifetime, to name and form six sources, contact and then feeling. Um, so this is what it means when it says from the resultant consciousness. Um, and there's a distinction made, as translators know, because it's not the causal period consciousness that's included with it. <laughs> Then Therefore, the two factors of craving, which is an actualizing factor, and feeling that gives rise to this craving, are not in the same sequence of dependent arising. So they're in a different sequence. They're not in the same line of, of dependent arising. Um, which is you know, one after another, this inter interdependence. Uh, they're not in sequence. Uh, the feeling uh, in the same sequence of dependent arising, the feeling that gives rise to craving is an effect of some other sequence of dependent arising. Projection and projecting and being projected should be understood by way of four considerations. You should call it confidence. <laughs> 
Um, and this is what has done the projecting. How has a projection occurred? Projection has occurred by means of latent karmic propensities being infused in the causal period consciousness. So this causal period consciousness is infused with these imprints that then gives rise to this resultant period experience. Projected means ha being having created the effects, resultant period consciousness, name and form, sources, contact and feeling, conducive to actualization once the actualizers such as craving are present. Uh, so this, the thing that brings about the actualization is the craving itself, this grasping that then brings about this what is actualized. And what is actualized here is uh, um, understood as uh, the, the basis. The actualizers and actualized should be understood by way of three considerations. What does the actualizing? It is done by grasping, which is caused by craving. What is actualized? Birth and aging and death are actualized. And then, I don't think Rinpoche read three, but I'm going to read three just in case. How does actualization occur? Actualization occurs by means of the empowerment of the latent karmic propensities that were infused in consciousness by karma or by compositional activity. Okay, Deekson Rinpoche. The levels of yogic deeds um, being used as a source for this information by Master Asanga. And then now we have uh, a text by Basu Bandhu, um, which is called The Explanations of the Divisions of Dependent Arising. And that falls within the eight texts that we have, the eight major works of Basu Bandhu. This is one among those eight. It says, Vasu Bandhu, in his explanation of the divisions of dependent arising, took the factor of birth as the only actualized factor and then taught aging and death to be the faults of these factors of projection and actualization. Marie 
This being the case, actualization should be understood as follows. Non-virtuous compositional activity that is motivated by ignorance about karma and its effects deposits latent propensities uh, um, of bad karma in the consciousness. So there's imprints. uh, uh, So we engage in action. So compositional activity is action, is karma. So that karma that we engage in is motivated by ignorance. Then, Then we depot by acting in certain ways negatively we deposit imprints within our continuum that then become ready for actualization to take place it says and its effects deposits latent propensities of bad karma in the consciousness this makes ready for actualization the group of factors of a miserable rebirth that begins with the resultant period consciousness and ends with feeling Through repeated nurturing by craving and grasping, these latent propensities are empowered and birth, aging, and so forth will be actualized in subsequent uh, miserable rebirths. So it's saying how these karmic imprints um, um, are created by our behavior that's motivated by imprints and then create an experience um, as a result of their Abiding, so their nature is to um, be actualized, um, and it says um, motivated by ignorance about karma and its effects. So when we look at ignorance, there's two types of ignorance: ignorance about the nature of reality and ignorance about karma and its results. So this is specifically uh, ignorance about karma and its results that we're speaking of here. <laughs> ごめんなさい、ばれてんねてね。で、韓国ハトマルチェア。韓国ミ、ナズズメ、ズジメジェアラスボ、トツユンゴアレス。あね。いや、ダメビトラモビ、マリビクネンハイ、で、韓国ジ
Alternatively, motivated by ignorance about the meaning of selflessness, meritorious compositional activity such as ethical discipline within the desire realm, or invariable compositional activities such as cultivation of meditative serenity within the higher's deities realms deposit latent propensities of good karma in the consciousness. Uh, so here, uh, in order for the form Zudan Zumekam Penjigile the throwing karma or projecting karma uh, for a form realm or a formless realm is necessarily a, a meditative serenity, um, a calm abiding. Um, so here it speaks of this calm abiding, um, uh, 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 such as the cultivation of meditative serenity within the higher deity realm deposits latent propensities of good karma in the consciousness. So this calm abiding creates uh, this throwing karma for uh, the form and formless realm existence. Okay. Uh, so then it says, um, this makes ready for actualization the group of uh, factors beginning with result and period consciousness and ending with feeling for respectively a happy rebirth in the desire realm or a rebirth as a deity in the higher realms. Though repeated nurturing by craving, through repeated nurturing by craving and grasping these latent propensities uh, are empowered and subsequently birth and so forth will be actualized in these happy rebirths. ตอนบ่เจ็บกุญญ์มุทุมมาริบาตาเจ็บสิบตะกุบะเลบะญ่มุเจญิบะจุบะเลยินอญิบันดุเจกิเลตาจุบะสิบิเลยินเลเจงา
Um, so we can categorize these under uh, how many of them are the truth of suffering. So there are seven. How many of them are afflictions? There are three. How many of them are actual compositional activity or karma? There are two. So Nagarjuna says the first, the eighth, and the ninth are afflictions. The second and the tenth are karma. The remaining seven uh, are sufferings. So uh, the second, I, I'm sorry, the, the third, uh, the fourth, uh, the fifth, uh, the sixth um, uh, and the seventh, and um, I think it's the eleventh and twelfth are su- true sufferings. Uh, so the eighth, ninth, and first are afflictions. Second and tenth are karma. Tama jeva kunyo monye bachu valen so tengaso dona dendere loza ngomululu ngomendoa. So we've uh, used this quote before, the first, the eighth, the ninth are afflictions, the second and the tenth are karma, the remaining seven are sufferings. And we find it now, it's a quote from Nagarjuna. Say that one more time. The so we have a doubt, and we say uh, the twelve links of dependent origination are the truth of suffering. Uh, they are the truth of suffering because they are what sets off uh, the course of cyclic existence. Um, so. Um, but, um, so this is a doubt that arises. So in uh, the Pension Sun Andrapa's collected works, we find that when we compare the truth of suffering and the truth of origin of suffering, uh, we can come up with three possibilities. If it is the Truth of origin of suffering, the gaicha, So if it is an origin of suffering, it's necessarily the truth of suffering, but if it's the truth of suffering, it's not necessarily the origin of suffering. Show serna the chotse chuchan. Okay, so you could just say a, 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 a mountain. This, the subject of mountain is the truth of suffering, but it's not the truth of origin. So if you said, uh, So if you say uh, something which is both, you could say ignorance, benighted ignorance, uh, is both the truth of suffering and the origin of suffering. So then, if you say that there are um, um, the Yanji Surinam, Gunjun Dembanga, so we would state that there are five, um, or, or five of the links are origin, true origins, and seven of the links are true suffering. 
and then we find this presentation here. The first, the eighth, and the ninth are afflictions. The second and the tenth are karma. And then the seven, uh, the remaining seven are suffering. So just as a translator's note, karma and afflictions are what or truth of origin are. Um, so uh, um, we have origin five, truth of suffering seven. So this is something that scholars debate about uh, when we're looking at um, are they all true sufferings, etc. So few uh, scholars will look at this and say, um, well, are there? Are they presenting this properly? What what faults are they creating? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we'll, we'll put this, uh, we'll state this, um, like these questions, and then you can think about them, think. Yolatunito Mezuji so then we have first the Asanga's levels of yogic deeds, and then we have uh, Basubandhu's explanation of the divisions of dependent arisings. And now we have from the Kangjur uh, um, presentation uh, um, from the Rice Seedling Sutra. It says the Rice Seedling Sutra mentions four causes which subsume the, four, the 12 factors of dependent arising. It explains that when the seeds of consciousness are sown in the field, of karma by ignorance are, are subsequently moistened by the water of craving. Uh, they give rise to the sprout of name and form in the mother's womb. So I'll read that again. It explains that when the seeds of consciousness sown in the field of karma by ignorance are subsequently moistened by the water of craving, they give rise to the sprout of name and form in the mother's womb. So here's just an example of comparing uh, this process to seeds sown in a field giving rise to um, a sprout when it's moistened by water, and here it's it's comparing water to craving, and ignorance um, is the. That's what I'm saying. Like you, it's a little bit of this. 
The number of lifetimes required to complete all 12 factors. While it is possible for countless eons to go by between the projecting and the projected factors, it is also possible for the projected factors to be actualized in the very next lifetime with no intervening lifetime, since the actualizing factors crave and grasping existence and the actualized factors, birth and aging and death, occur without an intervening lifetime, it is possible at the shortest to complete all 12 factors in uh, uh, two lifetimes. <laughs> And we find uh, that in the um, Chandrakirti's uh, commentary on the root wisdom text, the entrance to the middle way, where it says that no matter what, um, how much time passes, even if eons have passed, um, when the causes and conditions are right, uh, there will be an arisal if a um, if a, um, a, a predisposition has been put there. So if there's been an imp- something has been imprinted, sooner or later, even if eons have passed, it will give rise to a result of some sort. Um, so it's speaking of the the karma that's been accumulated, uh, and and then. Um, um, kind of uh, then uh, imprinted. 
Rosa So then it will take two lifetimes uh, at the shortest in order to complete these factors. So we have the actualizing factors, craving, grasping, and existence, and they, what they actualize is birth, aging, and death. Um, uh, so it takes two lifetimes for this to occur. It says you might, for example, in a lifetime such as this one, first accumulate karma that results in birth as a deity as well as the subsequent experience of a deity's life and resources. And this occurs two and a half factors, ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness of the causal period, as well as craving, grasping, and existence up to the point of death are completed in this lifetime. In the subsequent lifetime, the four and a half projected factors, consciousness of the resultant period, name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling, and the two actualized factors, birth and aging and death, will be uh, completed. <laughs> And then there's also the presentation of three lifetimes. It says that the longest it will take uh, three lifetimes to complete um, the 12 factors. So we're out of time. Uh, we'll do the concluding prayers and uh, we'll come back to this next time. So we'll get right to the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this is a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. 
I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara Tenzin Gyatso may stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rimache Gutsi Shabi Denama.